the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Yes, 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 indeed. <laughs> Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I could just sit here listening to a song about myself talking to be like I'm sweet as honey all day long. But y'all know the truth. <laughs> I've been called many things in my day. Sweet has never been at the top of the list. Dynamite's definitely at the top. Yes. Uh, motor mouth. The bulldog, pinky, because they used to wear a lot of pink suits, but not so. Let's not describe so it for the audience. Bulldog, because <laughs> once she lets on, she never lets go. That's right. You can't shake me off, babies. And I, y'all know I'm like that on most of my political topics. But if you're new to me, I am dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night of the week here, six to eight p.m. now. And glad to be here with you guys on this Taco Tuesday. So much to get into tonight. We got a special guest coming up in the next segment. He's been on the show before. But he's been working on something extra special he's going to be telling y'all about. They've been calling it the big lie, but is it really the big truth? You're going to want to stay tuned for that. Uh, we've got, um, there's breaking news happening tonight. Continue to be on Twitter. Is, is, is Elon Musk, are they going to, are they going to find, are they going to somehow find some ballots somewhere from the board of directors to try to overturn? This this takeover, how are they going to try to stop Elon Musk? Well, we might have an explanation for you on how the left plans to stop Elon Musk. So there's Twitter breaking news tonight and more. Love to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. I'm going to open the show in a moment after I bring my man in with uh, with a discussion about somebody named Bishop Evans. Anybody know that name? 888-344-1170. We're going to speak about him in a moment because I think that his is the name that should be at the top of all newscasts tonight, and it's not. Before I talk about him, I got to talk about my favorite fella here with me every night of the week. And of course, I'm talking about DJ Potato Skins. And only the very courageous will be able to keep alive the spirit of individualism and dissent, which gave birth to this nation. DJ DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. And now I'm curious, Andrea, because I actually do not know much about that particular name. So let's get to it. Well, his name is Bishop Evans. He was a National Guardsman specialist. Specialist Bishop E. Evans of the uh, he, of the National Guard. He was brought in by the uh, Texas um, under Operation Lone Star, which was a border security initiative created by uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott. 
and brought in because, you know, we're trying to do something. Governor Abbott is trying to do something to stop the invasion that's happening across all of our southern border, but in particularly with it, with it in Texas. We've talked and done many reports here about what's going on in, in, in Texas. It is literally an invasion. In March alone, it was almost 90,000 illegals came across our border, 22 of which were on the terror watch list. We know, according to Todd Benzman, uh, who's been on the show from Center of, for Immigration Studies that were Yemeni, ter- Yemeni terrorists that have been arrested. We know that it's MS-13 gang members, drug traffickers that already at this point since the Biden administration began, there has been enough fentanyl brought across the border to kill a third of all Americans. We know the human trafficking that's taking place at the border, the women and children that are being raped. This is absolutely an invasion. It's a humanitarian crisis. It's an economic crisis for the United States of America. It is a national security crisis. And the Biden administration has obviously has taken steps to create that crisis because the policies that the Trump administration had in place had stopped all that from remain in Mexico to um, the policy. I can't remember what the what it's particularly called, but if you're going to seek amnesty. You have to, as a refugee, you've got to go to the first, you've got to go to the embassy at the first country you enter. So there was a variety of ways in which the Trump administration, even without the funds to secure the border, was able to stop the invasion at our southern border. And so the Biden administration removed all of those barriers and in an attempt to invite this invasion. So Governor Abbott has decided to do whatever he can do to try to stop it and call in the National Guard under Operation Lone Star. And this young man. Specialist Bishop E. Evans saw some migrants struggling in the Rio Grande River, and he took off his gear. He took off his jacket. He took off his radio, and he headed into the river, and he drowned trying to save these drug-smuggling, human-trafficking gangs. This man, somebody, I heard somebody say it best today. This man lost his life today wearing the uniform of the United States military, and not one person is saying his name tonight. He died in defense of our nation. He died in defense of our border. These are the type of stories of people that should be on the headlines every day, Andrea. Absolutely. Somebody else pointed out the truth today. Vernon Jones, who's running for office down in Georgia, said, where is Al Sharpton? Where's the Black Lives Matter movement? Why don't they care? About Bishop Evans. I can only hope that he died quickly without suffering. It actually, they finally found his body today. They actually, he was reported missing and went in to save these drowning illegals who all ended up being okay, by the way. And they've been looking for him for days. In fact, Friday, they were saying, well, it's too soon to say they hadn't found the body. It was too soon to say that he had passed away, that he had died. Imagine his family. The reason why he's not on national news everywhere is that, number one, they're doing everything that they can. The Biden administration, the lefties in the media and their spokespeople are doing everything that they can to try to hide the invasion at the border. They're doing everything that they can to try to continue the false narrative while they're hiding the border to try to hide the fact that they don't really care about black lives in this country. Black lives matter. Black lives matter is is a Marxist movement and they know it. It's not it's not caring about black lives. If so, Al Sharpton and, and Jesse Jackson Jr. and his Rainbow Coalition would be down there screaming about it, but they're not. Where's Benjamin Crump? Where's Benjamin Crump? In fact, somebody, somebody asked a good question. They said, where's the Republican Party? 
Think about the opportunity the Republican Party has here to point out that the Democrats don't care about the African-American community. They don't care about black lives. If they cared about black lives, they would not only care about Bishop Evans, but they would care about the African-Americans who actually started peeling off of the Republican Party in 2014 because the illegals, the flood of illegals are taking jobs away from them. They were losing jobs. This is who they compete with jobs for, right? This is just, this is, it, this is, and somebody else pointed this analogy out today, and I don't know if I agree with this so much or not, but somebody was saying that this is number 14 for somebody in, in, in U.S. military uniform to lose their life under the Biden administration, the first 13 being Afghanistan. I don't know that I would, I would, I don't know that it's the same thing, but clearly what's happened is the Biden administration's policies that involve national security, that involve security in general, And even all across the board, not even from a national security standpoint, but their policies all across the board and and not even just from the White House, but in our cities. Look at the look at the national security issue we've got going on in this country from not just national. We usually think of national security right in the form of United States military and nation states. But what about the national security crisis we've got going on in this country with the crime wave and people of all colors being beaten, um, stolen from, robbed? Shot. Many people, not just not only should Bishop Evans be on the front page of the news tonight, giving honor to him and to for the sacrifice that he made for this country. He literally gave his life in defense of this country. But we should also be talking about this should be raising awareness for the loss of life across this country for all of Joe Biden's policies. Because we're all of our lives are at threat at this point. From their policies. All right, now we're going to take a break. We're going to shift gears. We're going to talk about something. And, and by the way, before I do, though, hang on just a second. Excuse me. I, I ran too quickly. When when Jen Psaki today, uh, and I would play the clip for it, but it would just make me want to claw my eyes out in anger. When she was asked about Bishop Evans today in a press conference, um, she basically was like, well, you know. He, this was, this wasn't our fault. You know, the Texas, the Texas, he was there working for the Texas authorities. He wasn't there for us. Yeah, sorry. It was just so cold. And that's the reality of how they feel about black lives in this country and all of lives in this country. They They, do not care. They do not care. They don't care how many of us die under what one national security or one physical security threat after another. They don't care because it's all about. It's all about the destruction of the rule of law. It's all about the, the the destruction of the fabric of our society and the creation of anarchy so they can rein in their ultimate power. And y'all know one way that they try to do it right is through elections. Well, we're going to talk about that when we come back. Do we finally have proof that the election was stolen? Do we or do we not? Well, you're going to find out when you come back next. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I might have indulged in two donuts tonight. 
Because <laughs> sometimes that's how I roll. Y'all know how I am. Glad to have you guys here with me tonight. 888-344-1170. You know who I'm super excited to have with me tonight? It is one of the most prolific authors, podcasters, and filmmakers. In fact, I have talked, y'all know I've talked many times about one of his films that I thought just, it blew my mind in its accuracy of its predictions. It was the movie 2016, Obama's America, and it was balls on accurate. And so you know that when he puts out, he's got a new release coming out, you know it's going to give some headaches to the left. And he's here to talk about his newest film coming up. And of course, that means I'm talking about none other than Dinesh D'Souza. Thank you for being here tonight, Dinesh D'Souza. Hey, it's my pleasure. Glad to be with you. Okay, so um, the movie is 2,000 Mules, and the title alone is intriguing. I can't wait to ask you about that. But I got to start off by telling you, when I looked at the trailer, I was immediately gripped. It was like a spy It was like a spy movie, right? And you know immediately, just at the start of it, that something, some in-depth kind of scary, shocking information is going to be revealed to the American people, yes? Yes, absolutely. This is not your typical, um, you know, movie about election fraud that merely points to anomalies or Mm -hmm. talks about the way in which the system was stacked one way or the other, or about a dead guy who voted over here or another Mm -hmm. guy who moved out of state who voted over there. This is a movie that gets into something that nobody has known about, which is coordinated, massive election fraud in all the key states that decided the election. And this is fraud that is provable, observable, indisputable, and you can watch the movie and you'll be completely 100% convinced that it's true. Well, let's rewind a little bit because I I was curious... What got you interested? I was wondering, there were so many different things like you talked about, where allegations of bad voter rolls over here, um, shenanigans by a Supreme Court over here writing election laws. There was a lot. It, it was almost like shock and awe of all the different allegations and different ways that things were happening. What was it? I, I don't know if from the jump you were one of the people that was like something hinky happened here. I got to look into this. And then you found this. Or was it that you were one of the people that was kind of like, I don't really know what happened. I'm not sure if it was really on a massive level and somebody brought this information to you. Where were you at the point of the election and how did you get into it and what made you begin this investigation? Well, I was at the point where I kind of smelled a rat and I thought that something was fishy, but I wasn't able to put my finger on it. And I recognized that a lot of the claims that were being made about fraud were unsubstantiated. Um, In other words, You can show that at a bank um, there were new rules that that allowed the security guards to take a nap for two hours at night, and they turned off the surveillance cameras some of the time, and they told the tellers not to be too strict about matching the signatures. But none of that proves that anybody robbed the bank. Mm -hmm. It only proves that it makes it a little easier for that to occur. And so for a long time, I sort of stayed out of the issue of election fraud because I was a... Although I felt something went wrong, I, I think the burden of proof is on the people who claim the fraud. They, ha- they mm-hmm. have the burden of having to prove it. Um, now, I've, my wife and I have been friends with a group 
called True the Vote, run by a woman named Catherine Engelbrecht. And very interestingly, during the election controversy, this group was extremely silent. They didn't Mm -hmm. say anything. And so we were like, you know, Catherine, what's up? I mean, you're not joining in the chorus. And she's like, well, we're actually working on something a little different because we think that if there was massive fraud, it probably occurred with the mail-in drop boxes. And we think we have a way that we can track that. We don't know what it's going to show, but they had this kind of genius idea to buy the, um, the cell phone signals that it's called geo-tracking. You're able to buy the movements of these cell phones from October 1 of 2020 through the election. And then you can monitor to see if there are people with these cell phones going from one Dropbox to another, to another, to another. And they set a very high bar. You had to go to 10 Dropboxes to qualify. Well, you know, I think it's fair to say that you and I can't think of a rational reason why any normal person would make visits in the middle of the night to 12, 10 drop boxes, unless it's to dump a bunch of ballots in those drop boxes. And fortunately, we have video to prove it. So there's ballot stuffing going on. So let, let's 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 rewind again, because geo tracking, I've never heard of this. I'm not sure what it is. And I'm curious how somebody can just go and buy, like, can somebody go and buy the geo tracking on, on my phone device. And what gave her the idea to do that in the first place? Right. So the field of election intelligence is now a pretty sophisticated one. Um, and it turns out that this idea of geotracking, which quite honestly, I wasn't that familiar with either, but it turns out we all have a kind of experience with it. You know, the other day, my wife and I were in the mall and we get, uh, you know, a notification that basically says that they're offering some kind of a disc store and we happen to be walking right by the apple store and it's like well how do they know or where you know we're on vacation we have a little getaway in naples and we get a, a notification on the weather app about the weather in naples so not where mm-hmm. we live but where we happen to be so it's like well how do they know we're in naples well turns out geo tracking so the truth of it is there are hundreds of apps in our phones that make it possible for these aggregators to collect information about where we are. And you may feel like, wow, what a, what a relinquishment of privacy, but so yeah. it is. This is yeah. and commercial companies buy this data. You, can, you can't buy it at Walmart, but you can buy it from these aggregators and they use it to pepper you with offers and incentives and ads. And so this is a very well-established industry. By the way, law enforcement uses geo-tracking all the time. Mm-hmm. If there's a murder in a park, they'll look to see what cell phone signals they can pick up. And let's say there are five cell phones they then go find out who, those, who owns those cell phones, and they figure those are five suspects for that murder because they were in the park in the middle of the night when that occurred. So this is going on in this country every single day, and so geotracking is basically nothing other than a, than a digital fingerprint of your phone. So we're talking to Dinesh D'Souza about his a shocking new movie, 2000 Mules. Okay, so we're using geotracking. Tell me about the mules. Who are these mules? Okay, so the mules are paid political operatives. These are basically, you know, Antifa types. And what happens is in these, in these democratic precincts, places like Atlanta, places like uh, Phoenix, Milwaukee, Detroit, Philadelphia, you have these left-wing activist organizations in these inner cities, and they serve as these, I call them voter stash houses. They accumulate large numbers of fraudulent ballots, and they hire these mules 
to put these ballots into a satchel and then make like the mailman a kind of route where you go from one mailbox to another. Now, you may want to ask, well, why, why would you want to go to 10 mailboxes? Why don't you drop, you know, 500 ballots in one box? Well, well yeah. the reason is they count the ballots in every box. And so you would see a massive spike in uh-huh. one box, which would right away tell people that something fishy is going on. So the mules are instructed to go from one ballot drop box to another, dropping three ballots, five ballots, 10 ballots. And this way, it doesn't raise any suspicions or any eyebrows. This is like an episode out of Breaking Bad. Who's the Gus Fring behind this operation? Who's coordinating this? Well, it's being coordinated at a, well, number one, it is being coordinated, right? There's no way that something like this can be occurring in five separate states at exactly the same time. And they happen to be the exact same states where the election is decided. This is coordinated fraud. Now, it doesn't mean that there's a single Don Corleone who did it. It could very well be coordinated fraud where left-wing lawyers file lawsuits that basically say you can clean up the voter rolls. And Mark Zuckerberg and his team goes to these cities and counties and tells them, listen, I have a lot of money to give you, but I'm not going to give you one penny unless you install all these mail-in drop boxes. By the way, I'm not making this up. This all actually happened in the 2020 election. So there were many different actors that enabled the fraud. They didn't all actually do the fraud, but the fraud was perpetrated by these left-wing activist organizations. They're the ones who collected the ballots. They're the ones who hired the mules, although obviously there were bigger players funding those guys. Well, so let's talk about the ballot the ballots themselves, because the left might say, well, so we hired some people to pick up the ballots. Ballot harvesting isn't illegal in some states. You know, it's, it's legal here in California. So what, Dinesh? I mean, we hired some people to go and pick up some mail-in ballots and drop them off at the mailboxes. What's your, what's your issue? Okay, so number one, um, it is true that California, along with Hawaii and a couple of other states, has very liberal Uh, vote harvesting laws. In California, you can give your ballot to anyone and tell them to go drop it off in the mailbox or or turn it in. By the way, that's not true in the five states that we're looking at. So let's look at the example of Georgia, for example. In Georgia, you're allowed to give your ballot to a family member or if you are in some way incapacitated or in a confinement center to a caregiver. That's it. You can't, you know, campaign operatives cannot go door to door in housing complexes and collect ballots. That's against the law in Georgia. Number two, um, in no case in America are you allowed to pay anybody at any stage of the voting process. And so if you pay someone to vote a certain way or you pay mules to deliver these ballots, those are illegal ballots Mm. anywhere in the country, even in California. Wow. So this is this is almost kind of like a, you know, this is. Um, it, it is almost like a Corle- Corleone situation. It's organized crime is what it is. It is organized crime. Every, uh, every um, insertion of a fake ballot into a mail-in drop box, a ballot that, by the way, if you knew it was, it was delivered by a pay- paid mule, that ballot would not be counted. The problem, of course, now is that that ballot is now mixed in with all the other ballots, so we can't go back and retrieve it. But the point is that these are multiple felonies. And what we're, what we're showing in the movie is that law enforcement needs to step in because, look, we actually have the cell phone IDs of all the mules. Oh. We don't know their names, but law enforcement can find out their names really easily by what's a process called unmasking. They basically go to the cell phone provider. They say, look, we have probable cause to believe a crime has been committed. Who owns this cell phone? And then they go arrest that guy. Okay, so... Um 
before I get into what you what should happen next uh, on the basis of the evidence and the hard proof that you've provided, I want to know a little bit more about the ballots themselves, because how how massive is this on a number standpoint and how were they able to pull it off on a number standpoint? Because, yeah, even though you've got some mules that have been paid to drop off some ballots, what what's how did they achieve a level of a huge number of those ballots themselves? OK, we, we understand now about the process and how that was illegal and paying and the hiring the coordination. Let's talk about the ballots themselves and what made them illegal and how they were able to amass enough of them to have any kind of effect on the outcome of the the election. Okay, so it is well known um, by uh, people who pay attention to elections that absentee ballots are very vulnerable to fraud for the obvious reason that in contrast with a normal ballot where you go into behind a curtain and cast a vote, Uh, There's no observation of what is happening to the ballot as it makes its way uh, to to the final delivery. Right. And this is obviously known. This has been known by Democrats who have have been the party of voter fraud going back to the 19th century to the days of Tammany Hall. And the it's not that the fraud that we're talking about is high tech at all. It's very low tech. It's very old school. What makes it different in the 2020 election is that because of the new rules under COVID, suddenly mail-in ballots become very popular, become the norm. There are millions of these ballots flying around. And so you have students graduating from college and moving to jobs and ballots show up in their dorm. You have people in nursing homes who are incapacitated, but somehow absentee ballot requests are, are sent in, probably on their behalf. In come the ballots, and it turns out a bunch of those people voted even though they don't know their own names. Uh, you have housing complexes where these ballots are flying around and are collected. You have homeless shelters that are a massive source. What you have is hundreds, if not thousands of people in a shelter registered at the same address. Mm. So all those ballots go to the same address. Those homeless guys may not even know they voted. So what I'm getting at is and I'm actually pulling all these a- examples out of actual voter fraud cases, and all I'm saying is that these are kind of known ways of, of getting ballots, fraudulent ballots, by the way, and accumulating them. And then, of course, you have to find some way to deliver them. So there are many different ways to get a ballot. But here's my point. You know, it's kind of like what we do in the what we're doing in the movies. We're showing you a murder, right? Yeah. We're showing you the guy breaking in. We're, we're, we're geo-tracking him so you know you can follow his car going up to the scene of the crime. He's essentially leaving his digital fingerprint, which is no different than leaving a spot of blood or, a, or, or his own DNA. And, and now the question becomes, like, where do you get the gun? And mm-hmm. what I'm saying to you is there are 10 different gun stores in the area. Gotcha. I don't know specifically where that ballot came from, but it, what I'm telling you is very easy to get the ballot I'm showing you the crime being committed and I'm showing you where he could have gotten the ballot. Well, yeah. And, um, it does it show. And I, and it, just seeing the trailer put a chill up my spine. There is nothing more important to me. We talk on the show all the time that nothing matters if elections don't matter. And e- even if you don't believe America that this could have swayed the outcome of the election to see this coordinated effort in an attempt to steal it is enough to, to, um, just really chill me and make me incredibly angry. What, is, you know, and I also understand that you've got, like, is there still 4 million minutes that you've got a video surveillance of this that's even yet to be shared? Yeah, and at some point, uh, the organization, the research organization that we've worked with, which is called True the Vote, they have actually pledged to put 
the full four minutes online, I mean, the four million minutes online. So all this data dump is going to be occurring, but we have a lot of video in the movie. Now, I want to point out that what makes the evidence so strong is that the geo-tracking and the video support each other. So if you gave me four million minutes of video, I mean, look, you know, even if I had 10 researchers, it's very hard to know where I'm going to look to find what I'm looking for, right? Mm -hmm. But imagine if I have cell phone geo-tracking and then I know that, hey, Andrea, it turns out, has been on a particular night, let's say the night before the election night, went to 10 different drop boxes uh, because that's where her phone was. Right. Mm-hmm. But then I say, OK, let me go look at the surveillance video. And wow, there's Andrea and look, <laughs> stuffing the ballots in the box. So the beauty is the geo tracking mm-hmm. and the video support each other. Well, it's irrefutable. What you have documented is irrefutable evidence of widespread en masse election fraud, election thievery. What are you hoping is as your goal out of this? Besides everybody seeing this, because everybody in this country, all 300 and something million, million Americans need to see this because they're saying it's a big lie. We got people being thrown in a gulag, Dinesh D'Souza, because they dare to question the outcome of an election. So I hope you got good security because you have documented irrefutably evidence of a massive election fraud scheme in place. What's the next step that you want besides everybody seeing this movie? What do you want from elected officials, Congress, uh, state secretaries of states. What do you want? What action do you want to see happen next? Well, I mean, I could, you know, I could go on for 30 minutes about that. But let me just say this, because there's been such an atmosphere of denial. All these people pompously saying it's the most secure election in history. And quite honestly, all these people who say that, they don't even know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. If you were to say to them, okay, you know, how do you know it was the most secure election in history? You'll notice that they start blabbering or they'll start saying things like, well, election officials have assured us. <laughs> That's kind of like the sheriff of a town basically saying, listen, I don't know who robbed the bank, but the procedures were extremely tight. You know, we have nothing to do with it. Uh, or AP, the Associated Press, they go, well, we've identified merely 475 legal cases of voter fraud in the five states. But this is like saying we've identified 475 legal cases in the courts of drug use, and therefore we're concluding that in all these five states, only 475 people take drugs. That's nonsense. I mean, that makes no sense at all. Only a small percentage of actual perpetrators are going to be hauled into court, particularly on something so common as filling out somebody else's ballot. So what I'm getting at is the the level of this debate has been so pathetic that all I want to do with this movie is, and you'll see it's a very sober movie. There's no shouting. It's just documentation. Mm-hmm. It's like the old 60 minutes, you know, and when people leave this movie, Republican or Democrat, they're going to be they're going to be blown away because it runs so counter to this mainstream narrative that we've been getting and beaten over the head. And we're even being censored over it. You can't even discuss election fraud mm-hmm. on places like YouTube and Facebook and you all you'll be thrown off the platform. Well, tell everybody quickly. I've kept you over. Thank you so much for being here. Obviously, this is a topic that I care very deeply about and I appreciate you're doing this movie and and uh, making this available for Americans. Tell everybody how they can see it. Well, go to the website that is called 2000mules.com, the number 2000mules, M-U-L-E-S.com. There are five or six different ways you can see the movie. There's a limited theatrical release, uh, May 2nd and May 4th, 7 p.m. showing, 300 theaters around the country. 
Um, there's a virtual premiere, which is kind of like you log in, you get an access code, you buy a ticket. It's like a Zoom call, but you watch the movie. There's a live Q&A following the movie with people who are in the movie. Uh, it'll be the, the movie is also going to be released the end of next week for digital download. And I'm putting it on uncancelable platforms. So I'm not putting it any place where they can shut me down. By and large, you just go online, you put in your credit card, you click, you buy your ticket, you watch the movie. Well, thank 2000 you. 2000mules.com is the website. 2000mules.com. Dinesh D'Souza, God bless you. Thank you for doing this. It's, it's about to, uh, I'm just super excited that you have found the irrefutable evidence of fraud and, the, and, and all of America needs to see it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned because we got more of the Andrea K Show on its way. In fact, I may have a little special gift for you guys. Who says you can't get anything for free? We got something. So y'all come on back. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Andrea K bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. If you were tuning in before the break, we were talking to Dinesh D'Souza about his latest movie, 2,000 Mules. Let me tell you, the trailer alone just had me gripped. Uh, it, 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 there's actual evidence. The left says there's no evidence of election fraud. Well, you're going to see it in this movie. We're talking video surveillance. And to sit there and watch, even just in the trailer, the video of showing these mules stuffing the mailboxes to steal the election from Donald Trump was absolutely horrific. And everybody needs to see this movie. And if you want to see this movie, you don't have to wait. You don't have to get in line. And in fact, you don't even have to buy tickets because I am here. We are here to actually give you free tickets to go see the movie 2000 Mules. There will be one showing at two different locations on Monday, May 2nd and Wednesday, May 4th. And here's all you got to do if you want to win. We're giving away tonight. We're going to give away a total of eight pairs of tickets. That's 16 tickets. We're about to give out one pair tonight, right? Y'all with me? You feel me? All you got to do is call in 888-344-1170. And we're going to make it easy, even easier than that. Whoever uh, calls in first, whoever gets a ringy dingy, whoever uh, DJ Potato Skins picks up the phone and speaks to first, will get two free tickets to go see the movie 2000 Mules. It's showing one showing at two different locations, Monday, May 2nd and Wednesday, May 4th. And further details to come if you are one of the lucky callers to get these tickets. Okay, so there's more breaking good news today, actually, um, regarding regarding abortion. Now, the left is absolutely hysterical right now over Twitter and that Elon Musk is go, is taking over. And what, what is he going to do? Oh, my gosh, the horrors. He might actually restore free speech uh, to America. But meanwhile, while they're hysterical over that. There's a major ruling that came out of a court today that involves Roe v. Wade. Y'all remember that in Texas, they passed this uh, abortion law, um, the Texas Heartbeat Act. And what made this Texas Heartbeat Act so different from other fetal heartbeat bills is that in this case in Texas, people could actually even sue Abortion providers, if they violated this law, it's the first of its kind, and it made its way up through the courts. And the Supreme when it um, the when the Supreme Court initially heard the challenge of it, uh, they referred it back down uh, to uh, lower courts. And today, 
a federal court has officially dismissed all of the challenges to this Texas abortion ban. The U.S. U.S. Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals sent the legal challenge against the six-week abortion ban um, back to the Supreme Court with orders to dismiss all challenges. So as for right now, this Texas heartbeat bill stands. So this is this is a major win for um, for pro-life. And when it comes to a heartbeat, I mean, people are hysterical about this. But let me remind everybody out there, all this stuff, the abortion is still legal in the state of Texas. You just don't get to sit around and decide you want to wait until you've got, you know, a fully formed, you know, baby at, uh, at, that's going to, you know, that be fully viable. You know, we, we still have not heard any investigation from D.C. in which five full term, fully viable infants were killed, preborn and dumped into a bucket. And they're not investigating that. That's horrific. I don't understand why anybody would have a problem with a heartbeat bill. Did you guys know that we are one of only three countries around the world that think it's okay to kill fully formed humans in the womb, right? So this is, this is a win. It, it should be considered a win for all of humanity. But of course, the Democrats who are in support of infanticide here in California, their heartbeat away from legalizing, literally legalizing infanticide, um, they've decided to, you know, Gavin Newsom has decided that he wants to make uh, California the uh, he's uh, the abortion sanctuary state. Right. Uh, it's it's abortion tourism now. And he wants to, in, in fact, invite people here paid for by the taxpayers. So if you live in Texas, so actually this Texas uh federal court today throwing out any challenges to this Texas heartbeat bill. This is actually a win for Gavin Newsom because his plan is to be being California's abortion sanctuary. He's planning to use California taxpayers money to fly people here, put them up in hotels and even provide daycare for their kids if they want to come here and have an abortion. And according to Cal Matters today, California abortion clinics clinics are building new facilities closer to transit hubs and training more staff. Um, according to Cal Matters, a package of a dozen abortion rights bills moving through the legislature could expand the number of providers, provide fed- uh, financial assistance to women traveling to California and uh, to, quote, terminate their pregnancies, kill the unborn and legally protect the doctors who treat them. So. We have not yet, it has not been fully passed the California AB Bill 2223, which allows for um, children to be um, killed up to 28 days after birth. So, you know, we had a caller in last week on the show who said, please continue to talk about this because this is truly the, the, um, the civil rights issue of our day. All right, we're going to take a skinny, tiny little break. Did we have a winner of some tickets? Yeah, we did. We had Rich call in. He's the big winner for this evening, and we're going to be giving away more tomorrow, so stay tuned. Hey, who said there's no such thing as a free lunch? Right? My economics professor said that, but at least you can get free tickets here on the Andrea K Show. Don't go away. we got more Andrea K Show coming up. 888-344-1170. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. I tell it like it is, and I give away free movie tickets, apparently. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. What's not to like? <laughs> yeah, what's not to like? <laughs> Glad to have you guys here with me. 888-344-1170. You know what? The left ain't liking anything about this Elon Musk. 
takeover, right? Now, our friend Brian Maloney from Red Wave America is going to be on tomorrow because he's got an article. Can't wait to hear all about that. Yeah, he's got an article coming out in the morning on AM Greatness to where he's going to blow. He's like the only one that's like not so fast. This maybe it'll be good, Andrea. However, again, we as he said last night, we're always looking for that conservative shining white knight. In this case, he's not even really that conservative. Right. However, he's annoying all the right people. People are absolutely hysterical. Right. And making all kinds of threats. There was one clip um, that I heard today that that is actually kind of bit of a head scratcher. Clip three. You own all of Twitter or Facebook or what have you. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't even have to be transparent. You could secretly ban one party's candidate or all of its candidates, all of its nominees. Or you could just secretly turn down the reach of their stuff and turn up the reach of something else. And the rest of us might not even find out about it till after the election. Well, that sounds familiar. Right. I'm like, <laughs> I, I literally, when I saw this clipper, I'm like, who is this guy? And who is he talking about? Because this is exactly what we've been experiencing for five years. I mean, how complete, it, it, that's the level of insanity that is going on here. That is completely delusional and devoid from reality. And of course, I think this, this was from MSNBC, which is, uh, which describes all of their viewers as well, right? And all, all of their hosts because completely devoid from reality. And I don't know whether or not they're clinically insane and if they believe this or they're just pandering to the, as Rush used to call the uninformed, right? The the low information voter. The people that said that if they knew about the Hunter Biden laptop that was allowed to get out there on Twitter, they actually would have not voted the way they voted. Right, 17%. Right. Huge. You add the 17 percent that, that would would have flipped their votes because of the Hunter yeah. Biden laptop to what Dinesh D'Souza is showing in his movie. And right there alone, even if you don't believe that the mules alone flipped it, you look at just the combination there. There was suppressed information. Exactly. Control the message and you control minds. And that's why they're hysterical because they and, and in fact, I'm no clinician. I'm no, you know, uh, comma MD psychiatrist. But everything that this guy said is clear projection. Right. They're hysterical that somebody might actually try to beat them at their own game. But of course, conservatives don't do that. What we do is we try to just restore freedoms. Right. I mean, in response to covid, are we running around trying to take away anybody's liberties? No, we just we just want you to stay the heck out of our lives. Right. Um, But whoever this dude was, he's not the only one hysterical today. Um, In fact, the European Union, the commissioner from the European Union, um, I studied French for five years, and I could try to pronounce this a la Francais, but you really don't want to hear, <laughs> bad, hear huh? that. Yeah. Um, although I'm tempted to trot out my French. Anyway, uh, Terry Brett, Brit, Britain, I don't even know, the EU's commissioner for the internal market, um, he's come out and said that he wanted to offer Musk a reality check on his big ideas for free speech. It's like, I don't know who this tough guy is. He's probably walking around on three inch, you know, platform shoes. Anyway, he goes on to say, and I quote, this is according to Western Journal. We welcome everyone. We are open, but on our conditions. So much for open. At least we know what to tell him. Elon, there are rules. You were, you were welcome. But these are our rules. It's not your rules which will apply here. And just a few days before uh, Musk's deal went through, the EU enacted a new piece of legislation forcing big tech to more aggressively police on online content. So what does this also tell you? That there is a what? New world order, one world government, 
uh, plan in place. And no matter who owns what, they want to control what you're saying. Absolutely. Because this is, this is a, this is the whole world of Marxists that have been counting on the, you know, the U.S. were always the technological innovators, right? And we started all this. And now, you know, they've got to, they've got to control us so that they can take over the world. Um, so we'll see what Elon Musk has to say, whether or not he follows their rules to put I Twitter. I hope he stays, stays firm. Yeah. And then in that case, he's not going to be able to put Twitter uh, out through the European Union. All right. Well, I'll tell you, we're going to be back in the next hour. So don't go anywhere. More Andrew K. Show coming up next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.